Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on, America? I am Graham Allen, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. Are there more than two genders, or are there only two? Some would argue that in sports, it doesn't matter. We have a special guest that broke the internet. Zuby is in the house, breaking down the myth of what it means to identify as something else. Sit back, relax, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America Podcast. Hey! Hey! What's going on, America? And welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dear America Podcast. Podcast. If you're wondering what in the world the title of this is about, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the rapper, the world traveler, and also identifies as a female power lifter from time to time. <laughs> Zuby is in the house, Yay! man. Ooh, what's up? I'm happy to be here. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming in. Um, so before we get into all that crazy stuff, really quick, just for people that don't know who you are, just give us give us the you know the Reader's Digest version. Who is Zuby? Sure thing. So I am an independent rapper, born in the UK, raised in Saudi Arabia. Went to an American school for a while. Family originally from Nigeria. You've got an interesting accent from being from the UK. Like, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. It's it's that's why I gave the rest of the story right there because someone, <laughs> someone someone's probably just thinking this guy does not sound British. Yeah, and I get the same thing. He in the identifies UK. as someone from the UK. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> that'll work. That'll work. So yeah, I'm a I'm a rapper. I've released five albums and three EPs. Um, wow. My latest album, Perseverance, came out earlier this year. I'm also an author. I wrote and released my first book, Strong Advice: Zuby's Guide to Fitness for Everybody. Cool. Uh, yeah, earlier cool. this year. I'm also the host of my own podcast, Real Talk with Zuby, which comes out every Friday on all the usual channels. And I also do some public speaking and various bits here and there. I call myself nice. a creative entrepreneur. So you're a lazy guy. Is pretty much what you're yeah, so, so, yeah. You know, you pretty much just sit around and do nothing. Basically, <laughs> is what we're yeah. here. Professional thumb twiddler. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I uh, so so I want to jump right into it. Go ahead and get all this stuff. Uh, you destroyed the internet. What what was it? February? Yeah, that's right. Somewhere around in February. Uh, and I remember seeing the article, and I thought I just died out laughing. I thought it was the funniest oh, yeah. thing in the world. So to catch you guys up if you guys remember 
the viral clip of uh, the guy saying that he identifies as a woman and he just broke the powerlifting <laughs> record oh, yeah. uh, that just took the world by storm. That was you. That, that was me. <clears throat> so I'm very curious, and we'll get into like you know the discussions about it, and transgender is a huge topic here in America right now. What was the process? What led to that? Like, how does one decide, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to identify as a woman and break the, the powerlifting or the deadlifting record or whatnot. How, how did that happen? Like, what, okay. what led up to that? No problem. So over the years, I'd seen a whole bunch of stories coming out of that actually happening. So right. you'd had incidents of biological men either identifying as women or, you know, some of them actually transitioning into transgender women and competing against biological women in their own sports, whether that is in MMA or in weightlifting or athletics, a whole bunch of different sports. I kept seeing it happening in over the years. Right. And I did sound a warning bell in private to people I know saying, this is going to become a thing. Yeah. I remember saying that to people about seven years ago. Yeah. Because I was like, if you're going to make it as simple as a man being able to identify as a woman, then why would you not have guys just doing that and right. beating records and you know people are like, oh, Zuby, you're being silly blah 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 and lo and behold like a lot of things i say a few years later down the line it starts <laughs> happening and everyone's like oh why is this happening why didn't anyone stop this and i'm like rolling my eyes at them right um so basically i kept seeing those stories and in one week i'd seen three or four stories mostly coming out of the u.s actually i think in high, high school athletics yeah. of this continually happening we're the wokest over it's here, a huge you know? right. it, it is it is <laughs> like every three tabloids right now it's yeah. something about transgender or something like yeah, that it's always in there so um I, yeah, so I just kept seeing that. And just out of curiosity, I just thought, well, I know, I know I'm, I'm a strong dude. I was like, I, I wonder what the women's records are in, <laughs> yeah. in powerlifting in the UK, in uh, my weight class, which is 84 kilos. So I just Googled them and I was like, oh, I can destroy the deadlift one. I can, <laughs> just, I can destroy the bench press one. That's sexist, by the, the way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm uh, disclaimer: uh, he he's a guest. We don't know. So I'm just, <laughs> go ahead, man. I'm just. Um, and then the the squat one was actually slightly above my max squat, so I was like, okay, I can't beat that one. But I just we had are to, good at the squats. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah, yeah, ladies, yeah. ladies are good we at got the squats. The yeah. Yep. So um, I uh, on my phone, I already had that video clip. You know that that video clip that went viral was already on the internet. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was just on that. it was just on YouTube. It's all about the captions, man. It, it was just on YouTube as part of one of my training routines, uh-huh. right? Cuz oh. that wasn't that was 100 pounds below my max, so yeah. I, I could li- have lifted that multiple times. So I just had the video on my phone, so I just posted it. And yeah, I just had that caption, "Hey, you keep hearing about how biological men have no physical strength advantage over women in 2019." So watch me destroy the British women's deadlift record without trying. P.S. I identify as a woman while lifting the weight. Don't be a bigot. <laughs> Don't be a bigot. Don't be a bigot. That's my favorite part. Yeah, I think that was. I think that was sort of the, the spark. That, that yeah. was. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. definitely the spark. That's what yeah. took it all. And yeah, I expected it to get get a few laughs from my followers. I mean, at the time I tweeted this, I had nineteen thousand followers. Uh, last time I checked, I have one hundred thirty-two thousand now. Wow. And wow. so <clears throat> this thing took just went it went nuts it went nuts within t- about 10 minutes add 10,000 views after about an hour it had hit i want to say it hit 100,000 right in Sheesh. about two hours and it just it, it was it just took on this life of its own yeah I was, I was seeing who was retweeting it was like it was getting retweeted by piers morgan and coulter um just joe rogan like it, it yeah. just it just started going it just went nuts yeah it just, it just went nuts people were commenting in different languages in japanese in arabic and portuguese it was just wow. it, it just went everywhere wow. 
And I was just looking at my phone like, what have I done? And then the next day, uh, I started getting calls from the media, BBC, ITV, like places saying, oh, yeah, we, we saw your viral video. We want to talk to you about it and why you did it and this and that. And, you know, it gained a lot of attention. But I think the, a lot of the attention stayed because, I mean, I've been grinding since 2006. So I put out so much work out there. I've got my music. I've got my podcast. I've got everything that I do. So. You know, people go viral on Twitter all the time, yeah. but it comes and it goes really quickly. Yeah. But in that case, it came and the, it's, a lot of the attention actually stayed because people realized, oh, this Zuby guy's actually interesting. Right. This, yeah. isn't, this isn't just some random one-off thing. Like this guy's uh, got, got some stuff to say and he's got yeah. some interesting perspective. So did you I get was a lot of hate to, off of that one? Um, Yes, just because it reached so many people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's impossible for anything yeah. to take off without hate being attached to it. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're, they're synonymous with each other. Exactly. If yeah. it's seen by a lot of people, there's always going to be a lot of hate attached exactly. to it. I, I would honestly say like 98% of the feedback was positive oh, and people got it and people thought it was funny so so yeah. so, so so on that yeah. that's what i want to ask you about so 98 percent of people roughly and of course we're estimating you know mm -hmm. kind of stuff but but the vast majority of feedback was positive or hilarious yeah. or oh this is exactly what i've been saying or mm -hmm. things like that even from transgender people right right i want to i want to actually point a lot forward. of yeah. you know uh, a lot of the lgbtq community and all this stuff i like to call them the sane ones a lot of the sane ones will tell you they're like we have no idea <laughs> what is yeah. happening over yeah. here and, and stuff like that uh you did it because I, I would assume you don't agree with transgender or men who identify as women being able to go into women's sports and dominate right like like, like no, it's it's ridiculous yeah right and so that to me is 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 the thing it would seem like the vast majority of people are like yeah that's crazy like yeah. that doesn't make any sense at all why are we even having this conversation yeah, that, that's not from a place of hatred that's from a place of being sensible yeah being exactly. fair yeah and logical well yeah. you see this movement you've got the you know the feminist movement and the equality and pay gaps and all this other kind of stuff there seems to be this active attack on men that's what it appears to be right like all these things are spawned by the fact of men think they're superior and everything and women can do exactly what the men can do and we can do it better and blah 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 it's not bigoted and it's not hatred filled to simply point out that there are biological differences and advantages between the between the genders and, mm. and, and or sexes or whatever you want to call it. You know, gender is a social construct, you know, and all this mm -hmm. stuff. But there is. Yeah. And one of the biggest things, and I heard you talking about this briefly with Joe Rogan, is the U.S. Olympic soccer kicker that kicked the 55 yard field, field goal. goal uh, in practice is saying that women can can field goal kick in the NFL. I don't think anyone's arguing that women are able to kick a ball that far. That's not what we're arguing. What we're saying is playing soccer on the U.S. Olympic team with a bunch of other girls and getting hit is a completely different thing than you being a buck 20 yeah. or buck 30 walking in there and then some 285 pound linebacker comes full speed at you uh -huh. and just obliterates and, you. I they say, say let them natural consequences yeah and they say well you can't tackle down. a kicker it's like what if, get hit out of time. <laughs> what if you got a do? muffed little you know muffed well, hike and you hand the ball and to a her punter, run. a punter's job is the last line of defense if that yeah. return kicker or if that kick returner gets yep. past all the other people it's the kicker's what, job what are you gonna just let him go past yeah to stop and I dude would. I'm telling you if a girl tries to run 
and take down some grown man running a 440, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Down Those aren't even normal grown men either. That's I know. Yeah, Those are, are like beasts <laughs> or gladiators. How about somebody like Vontaze Perfect? Like, he I'm, doesn't care who you are. He's going to target you. N- n- that's a soul. Sue, whatever his name, Nandamaka, Nandamaka Sue, Sue, he would like choke slam somebody just to <laughs> prove a point. Yeah. That's that's all we're saying. Yeah. We're, we're not saying that we don't love women. We're not saying we don't respect women. We're simply saying well, that we, we love women, so we actually want to protect, protect yeah. them. <laughs> Um, love them more. That's not okay in America. Yeah, that's that's, You're bene- not that's benevolent. Benevolent sexism, yeah. right? Women that's can love called. themselves. Yeah, okay. we don't need yeah. y'all to love perfect. us and protect right. us. Mm. We're gonna well, we're gonna really dissect this, but before we do, let's get into a sponsor. When you're constantly on the go, grinding away at the office, or hanging out with friends, there's not much time to think about upgrading your style or apartment. That's why I love getting a box of awesome from Bespoke Post every month. These guys are out scouting for quality and unique products to send in each box. Now you can experience it too at boxofawesome.com. Whether you're in search of the perfect drink, a well-kept pad, or jet-setting in style, Bespoke Post improves your life one box at a time. Each box goes for under 50 bucks, but has more than $70 worth of unique gear waiting inside for you. For the first of each month, you'll receive an email with your box details. To receive 20% off your first subscription box, go to boxofawesome.com and enter code GRAM at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code GRAM for 20% off your first box. Bespoke post, theme boxes for guys that give a darn. All right, so let's get back into this stuff. And Zuby, I know you got a whole lot of other things going on that I really want to talk to you about. But I think that this is just a vital kind of conversation to have, especially here in America. And I'm curious the differences. Is transgender thing, is it something that's been... I don't know what what's the word I'm readily in the open of the public for a long time in the UK and things like that. I mean, is it just now catching up to America or is America going a little further than the UK does or is it pretty even? What what do you think? It's pretty even. From what I can gather the I wouldn't I won't even say the entire modern western world. I would actually specifically say the anglosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the UK, USA, Australia and Canada. Okay. That seems to be where it's really become a huge talking point. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because, I mean, I don't know how these things work, but it's something that's given so much more time and due and prominence than it really sort of sort of should based on how many people this actually affects. Mm -hmm. This is not this is not saying that you know, people don't deserve to be treated with dignity or have equal rights or anything like that. I, I don't see people arguing that yeah right it's, it's more that it's like why is it constantly yeah the, like, like rogan the said thing. he's yeah. like why can't we have trans people play trans people i'm like well in football i don't know if you get enough people to mm. make a full team you well, know th- there's that's just because there's not at the end of the day there's not that big that of a demand people. it's yeah. a small percentage of people loud percentage. that are the loudest for yeah. some reason look uh, sorry, I mean, with, look, with, with men's sports, I mean, you know, I don't know if you guys are aware, with a lot of men's sports, they're not actually technically men's sports. They're just open. Right. Yeah. 
they're open. There are there aren't rules in a lot of the major sports leagues at yeah. any level saying women are not allowed to compete yeah. and play. You could have a woman play in the NBA yeah. technically, as far as I'm if aware. you're good enough to it's score thirty that, points yeah. a game in the NBA, then yeah. come on, <laughs> you know, yeah, that kind but, of stuff. Because of the biological differences we've mentioned, height, weight, strength, speed, reaction time, lung capacity, all of these factors, mm-hmm. yeah, mean that if you take the very, very, very best athletes in almost any sport, I think the one exception is long distance swimming. Yeah. yeah, they're all going to be male, yeah. right? And that's not a diss to women. That's not saying women get. That's the whole reason you divide the sport. So exactly. So it's can fair. See, yeah. So you can watch the best men compete, and, and you the can best, watch women. The best women, women compete. compete. Yeah. yeah. And if you, you know, if you just want to have a free for all, you just want to open it up. Yeah. yeah. You can. You can do that. But if you had that and you didn't have a separate women's league, you wouldn't have women competing exactly. in high level sport. Yeah. And it's again, it, it's like we already worked this out. <laughs> like a, a, re, a, Years really, ago. a really really long time ago <laughs> yeah. yeah and suddenly for ideological reasons people are like oh maybe we should uh maybe we should change this here and it doesn't so, make sense yeah. so i'm curious though I, I mean i know this is what it feels like it feels like things start in either canada or the uk things like that and then a couple years later it really starts to catch pace in america and america seems to just take it completely out into left field, right? I mean, just, take just it and get run with it. ridiculous with it. So my question is, in the UK and stuff like that, it, when all this stuff started coming up and started gaining attention and things, does it feel as hate-driven or divisive in the UK as it does here? I mean, is it is it that way everywhere right now over this transgender uh, discussion? Um, I don't know. I don't really know what two things to compare here. When you when you say hate filled and rage filled, well, here it would appear like this is what we've lost here in America, as for what we see. Okay, um, there is a difference between agreeing and accepting, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you can accept something, you can accept somebody's premise. It's like sure. okay, you know, transgender. Okay, mm-hmm. I accept what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it, but I accept it. You know, I don't think that there's 172 genders I, I don't believe that as far as i'm aware neither do most transgender people right this this is the thing right, right? exactly people but, talk about them like a community but they're not they're just individuals like anybody else i mean the whole idea i'm no i'm no transgenderism expert but as far as i'm aware the whole idea is that someone is born a biological male or a biological female yeah and they, the they feel and yeah. want to identify with and look like and be treated like the opposite yeah right? right they're not saying oh i'm another of one of 200 other genders yeah. it's a man who's saying no i you know i want to be i want to transition to a woman or vice versa but that's that's where i think this 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 hatred or divisiveness divisiveness comes in because mm-hmm. what what i'm seeing now is okay uh, Alyssa's a girl, but she feels like she's a man so she's going to go through transition transitions to be a man. Feel like Jake should be a girl. As much right. as you biologically can. I mean, you can only do it so biologically much. I mean, mm-hmm. if we're if we're being completely honest, you have to take a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and you have to do a lot of things, and then still your DNA doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, and yeah. the problem is this. Okay, you want to be considered uh, a man now. Okay, cool. Expecting society to uh, or let's go vice versa jake wants to be a girl let's yes. go that there you okay go. Yes. jake wants to be a girl so you've taken you know estrogen you've got boobs now you've removed the the male part all this other kind of stuff right 
Okay, cool. That's what you want to do. All right. As an American, my obligation to you is to accept that and not not treat you like a human being mm-hmm. full of decency and respect. The problem is you have a lot of people now that says, okay, because I identify this way, Mm -hmm. you now have to change your pattern of behavior in your daily life to uh, make me feel better about the choices of which I am. Mm -hmm. I should be allowed to go in the female bathroom with your 10-year-old daughter and all this other kind of stuff, and it shouldn't be a big deal. Well, that's asking an awful lot from people. You you know what I mean? And and so because we disagree on some of the aspects, Mm. well, now apparently we all hate each other. And that's not true at all. It's just, I mean, you're asking an awful lot of people. Well, I think it's the minority, too. The loud ones are speaking. Because a lot of people are very reasonable. Yeah. But it's the loud ones. What goes on in your stall in the bathroom is your own business and all that stuff. You know, why do you got to make it such a big deal? You know, I think the reality with anything like this is that activists rarely represent the group that they claim to. The majority. Exactly. As far as I'm concerned, there's a huge difference between... You know, and I've met, I don't know, I haven't met, a, I've met about 10 transgender people that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. So I've had transgender people come to my shows, uh, to people I've met who I know for a fact are transgender, right? right? And the the crazy activist types are not representative of those people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like um, someone who claims to be an activist for black people yeah. or for women or for like, they don't, nobody elected this person right. as they the took spokesperson. It on no, they, right. they, they took it upon themselves. Oftentimes they're not even part of the demographic, mm-hmm. but they just want to speak for who they consider to be some kind of oppressed or marginalized minority. And that, that can come from a good place, but oftentimes those are the people who are a lot more radical and mm-hmm. aggressive yeah. and deeply intolerant of people who question or challenge some of their so ideas. Well, the same right? thing with Christians, right? The Christians Absolutely. that give Christians a bad name are yeah. the super extreme, yeah, hypocritical, yeah. judgmental yeah. type yeah. Christians, that's right? That's, yeah. that's why we call the left morally superior because they feel like they are the ones fighting the real fight. Yeah. You know? well, we're morally superior. That's why we're marching in this protest well, or whatever. Well, it's the argument the people that claim to be the most tolerant are mm-hmm. usually the least the tolerant. Least tolerant. Yeah, of course, yeah. Sure. And they um, ruin things. Like, I've read an article uh, in England rugby mm-hmm. female rugby i know you're a big rugby guy oh that's right yeah, yeah i read about that is being ruined basically by these transgender females yeah. guys Bi- that transition men, yeah. referees are going on strike the women can't play because it's dangerous rugby's right. already super dangerous oh, man so wait wait so it's the women's league that men are playing in but are a guy that transitioned yeah. into a female oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and to anyone who and to anyone who's questioning this they should also wonder why is it never the other way around Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I thought For anyone about who's saying that, okay, this is really just about equality and inclusion, it's like, why is it always... It, exactly. It's women who are going to get hurt by this, mm-hmm. yes. right? There's yeah. no, there's no woman who's going to transition into a male and start dominating and go, in the exactly. NFL. Yeah. They can't. No yeah. girl, it's, it's no not girl gonna is going to beat You're LeBron right. James no, it's in not, basketball. It's, not, it's, <laughs> you know? it's, yeah. it's, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And so the concern is for you know, it's not men who are going to be negatively impacted by right. it, right. which is the crazy thing because again, a lot of the people pushing this are the people saying that they're they're pro women and that they think uh, you know women should have their, their, their spaces and mm-hmm. be safe and whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you're the one putting them at risk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't exactly. know if you saw, um, I mean, it's even in, in prisons now. I don't know. I saw um, Joe Biden 
I don't know if you saw the thing you said the other week saying that when it comes to prisons, people should be able to go to the prison oh, of, yes, the, yes. of the gender yeah. they identify yep. as. And I, whew, I, I was just like, wait, hang. I'm it's like, crazy, wait, man. Wait, it's wait, nuts. What? Yeah. And I don't know if you know that that happened. That happened in the UK. There was uh, someone who was convicted of uh, sexual assault. Okay. Mm -hmm. A biological man convicted of sexual assault, identified as a woman, got put into the women's prison, and then wow. proceeded to sexually assault several more women. Oh, my. Right? See, that, that sounds like something out of out of the onion or South Park uh, yeah. or something. Right? You're, you're just like you're just like wait, sound what? Real? Not no. logical yeah. at and, all. And that ties in. There's this uh, shelter up in Alaska for women from abusive relationships or mm. whatever, and they're not accept. They're faith based, and they're not accepting transgender females mm -hmm. in the shelter. And they said we're not going to make these women who have been assaulted by men sleep and disrobe next to a man yeah you know it's like that's a good argument well well but that's what i that's what i'm saying I, I at the end of the day i don't think any rational person is just like no you can't be transgender you can't right because it makes me uncomfortable you can't do it yeah nobody's saying that i mean hey, a few people might be but they're not a few people you know, may be sure. but they don't speak for the majority right. of folks right hey whatever you want to do you, man you go or lady you go do whatever it is that Easy. you want to do mm. <laughs> Easy. but man but but when you start expecting the rest of society to change what they are doing to support you for wanting to be different i mean i mean that's what it is you know mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with choosing to be different but expecting people to change how they do life because you want to be different. Well, that's entitlement mm -hmm. in and of itself, right? It's like, not even just expecting. It's also trying to force sometimes. Yeah. I mean, in, in Canada, they've changed the law. In the UK, you've got activists, again, mm -hmm. some mm -hmm. of these very loud activists who are yeah. trying to change the laws. Well, even right? in our school systems, is it the same way? They're pushing like all kinds of agendas yeah. now in our elementary schools. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what brought Jordan Peterson to... You know, the fame was him not, I mean, he said he would, but he wouldn't be compelled. There was no. a teacher in Virginia who lost his job after refusing to u to use a transgender student's preferred pronoun. So you're getting that's fired. A, that's a good point. So here in America, American First Amendment is very clear. Mm -hmm. Like, we can say whatever we want to say. The only thing that's not protected by the First Amendment is an incitement of violence mm -hmm. against somebody else. You can say racist things if you want in America. Is it morally right? No. Well, you probably get beat up. Yeah. 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 But you have <laughs> but you, you have every right to say it if mm -hmm. that's what you want to do. So what you just read there, a teacher refuses to call somebody by their desired pronoun. Right. And then you get them fired. Aren't you now in aren't you now it's compelled speech making aren't you going against their first amendment right to be able to you, you see what i'm saying yeah, absolutely so that's the slippery slope that's saying, going on right now slope. and and the U, the u.s has the law right in that regard as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah right in the uk in the in europe you've got um you know you do have hate speech laws which to and you know to any reasonable person it doesn't sort of matter nor affect them because most people are like yeah you know you shouldn't run around this the street you know shouting shouting the, right, the, yeah, the n-word at course. people or you know oh, or, or other yeah. yeah you know everyone but a lot of people don't think through these things totally thoroughly mm -hmm. right and they don't realize that it can become a very sub extremely subjective absolutely thing yeah. right Super where it's slow. like okay well what words can you or can't say and a lot of the things are based on how the person how the listener perceives them yeah right? Yeah. right so someone could just in the uk in theory someone could 
look at me a weird way or maybe insult me. And if I deem it to be racially motivated, even if they didn't use a racial slur or anything, but I, for whatever reason in my brain and my, my feelings, I interpret it yeah. racially, I can go to the police and report either a hate incident or a hate crime. That's scary, yeah. man. And, that and a, scary. a hate incident is a non-crime um, hate related thing, which you, it's, it's, it's really, really weird. They brought in a new category, so it falls below a crime. Hmm. So they're saying this is not oh. a crime, but still report it to the police. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so that's where it kind of gets, it, it gets a little bit, it gets murky. very, murky. <laughs> yeah, it, get, it gets very murky. Yeah. You know, like, again, I don't think this will affect 99% of people, but you have had cases of somebody tells a joke. Okay. Yeah. Somebody makes a joke and they get arrested or convicted or the cops come to their house because they posted something. Yeah, they posted yeah. something on Twitter. They they called someone by the people have had the police give them a ring because they called they misgendered somebody yeah. on uh on Twitter. Wow. And wow. that that's a real that's a real thing. So that's just where you're like, wait, hang on, this is not what it's supposed to be. These yeah. these laws are not doing what they're crazy. intended for. Yeah. Yep. Now now I have heard that before from some other gentlemen that were from the UK and they told me that in the UK I mean I kind of just thought that they were kind of just, you know, exaggerating a little bit, but they said in the UK they could be at a table in a restaurant and they could be having a conversation with each other. Mm -hmm. And if somebody in the restaurant at a table overheard their conversation and found it to be offensive or sexist or racial or mm -hmm. things like that, they can call the police on those people. And I thought, that's insanity. That can't be true. But you just said it. I, I, mean, I believe I, that is probably true. I think it's really unlikely to happen. Yeah. But technically, it's possible. Wow. Would, the, would the police, you know, arrest them or convict something? them? Pro yeah. Probably not. Okay. But I think if it's reported, they'd at least have to investigate. Did you hear what de Blasio just did oh, in New York? Lord, I can only imagine. Let's go to a sponsor and I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. All right. So I run my own business here. Uh, and I mean, I, as you can tell, this is a business in and of itself. So I can tell you from personal experience, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers is their hodgepodge of business systems. They have one system for accounting, another for sales, another for inventory, and so on and so on. It just makes a big, inefficient mess, taking up too much time and too many resources, and that hurts the bottom line. So today, I'm introducing you to NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash gram. That's netsuite.com slash gram to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits, netsuite.com slash gram. So basically, de Blasio made it illegal to use the term illegal immigrant. Oh, you didn't yeah. hear about that? I heard like, about that. That's yeah. you total attack now. on the First Amendment. Yeah. Straight you, up. Yeah, you get fined for saying And what was the other one now. in our other podcast? Uh, if you have been to prison, you have to call. Oh, that's California. Yeah. You can't, oh, you can't um, say felon or convict. It's a justice-involved person. A justice-involved person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
because that couldn't just be a judge or a jury. He's a multiple justice. I'm a justice involved person. Or uh, manhole covers. You can't say mm-hmm. it's maintenance. Maintenance hole, uh, yeah. hole covers now. Can't say manatees. Man. Uh, I must say, like being in California for the first time and then coming to Texas for the first time, it's been really interesting to get a firsthand two different worlds. Some of this stuff, yeah. You oh, wouldn't yeah. know. That, that's the interesting thing about America. You can go from one state to the other, and you wouldn't. Almost, unless you're from America, you wouldn't realize you're even in the same country mm. sometimes because culture, cal- is, so culture is so different from state to state, yeah. which is interesting. So speaking about different cultures, this is the first time we've had someone uh, from another country on the show. So I'm really curious. You know, Candace Owens. We're really good friends with Candace Owens. Uh, the Blexit movement is something that's really taking America by storm right now. And people like Candace have really started this whole thing, you know, uh, quoting their words, black people don't have to be Democrats mm-hmm. and, and things like that. I'm curious from your perspective, for those of you who aren't watching uh, the video, you are a black guy just to, <gasps> just to shock everybody. And <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I'm a white guy. So I'm just curious. What? What your thoughts are, because Candace's main thing is a lot of the issues that have happened to uh, black America in America Mm -hmm. throughout America's history, uh, as horrible as it all was, uh, was Democratic ran. And it was the Democratic Party that led to a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. And so what you see now is a lot of uh, black conservatives coming out. Mm And they're being just... The fact that you have to say coming out says it all, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, and and so I'm just curious from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. just your thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, do you think America has just completely lost its mind or, or do you see kind of what Candace and them are talking about? Oh, I, de- I definitely see it. I mean, I probably would have seen it long before she did. <laughs> right. Because I'm not someone who's ever shifted politically. Yeah. Right. Oh, I've always, I've been in the same place since my teens. Like, I don't really like to label myself, but if I had to on the spectrum, you know, I would be somewhere center right. And right. All that's happened is I've moved a little bit more libertarian over yeah. time, but you know, that's it. I can de- generally understand the perspectives on both sides of things, but I'm not someone who sort of had an awakening and, you know, I used to be a uh, a leftist. Oh yeah, like she was. Liber- she no, was I, hardcore yeah. leftist. No, I, yeah. I, I've never, be, I've never ever been like that. So yeah. I have always wondered and questioned, especially when I see the the voting stats. I mean, you look at it. I don't know what the numbers are. It's like ninety two percent, ninety two to eight or something. Like yeah. That. I mean, any. I've never seen any group of people in any country that so consistently yeah. votes always all does. in one direction, which yeah. in itself raises a lot of has always raised question marks to me like wait what's what's going on there why is everybody marching in lockstep i mean someone asked me about this yesterday and one thing that's um so there's a lot of things here so i would say that in the uk for example it's easier to be a non-white conservative Uh you see what i mean yeah so i think there's a leaning say towards the the labor party in the uk that I think, you know, the majority of, of black people or Asian people, you know, non-white people would, would generally vote that way. But it's not like it's not like 90, 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I mean? It might be like 60, 40 or right. something like that coming across an Asian guy or a black guy or a black woman or whatever who's conservative isn't like, oh, my gosh, yeah. like that's crazy. Are, whereas, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas it seems to me from an outsider perspective, like being a, a black Republican, being an open black conservative is tough. You're gonna, yeah. You got to deal with a lot of crap from other black people yeah. mm-hmm. and you got to deal with a lot of crap from white liberals. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. To put it simply. Um, and it's it, it, so I think that what Candace and other people like her are doing, you know, I, I follow quite a few prominent 
black conservatives yeah. on, on Twitter and other social media. And I think it's absolutely necessary. I think the key message isn't even, you know, you need to stop. The message isn't you need to stop voting Democrat and yeah. come vote Republican. You need the, to think for the yourself. Me- the message is just about free thinking. Yes. Okay? In, in the UK, there's no such thing as you. In the US, you always hear terms like the black vote. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, that doesn't exist in the yeah. UK. No black one, no, vote, the Christian no, vote. No, yeah. but nobody in the UK would ever say the black vote. Right. No one would. That concept doesn't exist. You see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not like this is a block of people. This is a monolith, and they're going to go that way. Yeah. Exactly. There's no black vote. There's no Asian vote. It's a lot more individualistic in that regard. Whereas, strangely, in the U.S., it's a lot more. That's so true. Yeah. Political yeah. candidates have different strategies. Yeah. For different voters. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, it is a big deal. They and spend millions of dollars campaign. for yeah. campaigning yeah. for the black vote, mm. and then they, then they, then they break it down even more. We've got uh, the single black vote. Mm-hmm. We've got the uh, the the single with children black vote. You know, we've got the male black vote, and then they go to the Hispanics and mm. all this other kind of stuff. And then the Christian vote, like they will bring in consultants mm-hmm. to help candidates win, you know, the Christian vote and stuff right. like that. I mean, it's I'd never thought about it like mm. that, but that's true. Yeah. The left very is, true. The left is an identity politics. It's all identity. Yeah. yeah, it's all identity driven. And, and they rely on it as well. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's tough to be a black conservative in, in, the, in the U.S. I mean, people will call you. A race trader. People will yeah. call yeah. you Uncle Tom people and all will call that kind you of Uncle Tom. Yeah. People will call you really bad. It's very venomous. Yeah, it's it's a real, yeah. real, real thing. Yeah, and it will come from, it will come from primarily the hostility and attacks will come from other black people. Right. Yeah, okay, and then some of it will also come from you know white white liberals. And I've I've observed this for over a decade. Yeah, right. I've 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 observed this well, for a long what time. I'm curious, just it, somebody from the outside looking yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. I think I think people are starting to like wake up and and realize what I mean now. Because when I used to say this to people, even in the UK, people never really got what I mean. They're like, "Oh, what do you mean? Like it's it's the left that are tolerant and accepting." And I'm like, "Oh, really? See what happens when you disagree with them." Yeah, no. exactly. that's what I've always said. I was like, "Look, you'll see if you disagree with somebody." See how they then treat you. See what they then call you. Yeah. I, thought so the, true. I thought the whole thing with Kanye last year was so revealing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that yes. just, that to me, that was just like a mask just totally falling yep. off in public. Because mm-hmm. it was like, look, okay, well, you know, look, he's, he's, he's stepped out of line. And look at how people are now responding look at yeah. the name look at the names they're calling him he's yep. all of a look sudden mentally people. insane yeah he's, yeah. Insane. yeah he's insane he's a disgrace to black people yeah. well, he's this he's we that have, and i'm looking at that and i'm like that's racism man yeah, yeah. We, we have super super famous people in the music industry or the tv industry and stuff that that write us privately all the time mm-hmm. and say hey man you know we agree with 90 percent. i don't i don't believe it's healthy for anyone to agree 100 percent with everybody no. uh but but either way we agree with 90 percent of the stuff you guys talk about but we could never, mm-hmm. ever even be seen with you kind of mm-hmm. thing because we'd never work again. Yeah. You know, yeah. c- kind it's of crazy. Stuff. And especially, uh, like I said, I'm coming from California. I was spent three weeks in California. Yeah. And um, because of, you know, my, my Twitter going viral mm-hmm. and gaining so many followers from across the amount of DMs I receive from people in, you know, I will not name any names, but prominent people, people in Hollywood, yeah. musicians, mm-hmm. journalists, people working in tech. This is... A re- it's a bigger issue yeah. than I thought it was. Like oh, people, yeah. people being like some of them. It sounds like I'm I'm being DM'd by a hostage. 
Right. Yeah. No, no, really. Like, you know, please, please don't screenshot this. Please, yeah. please don't mention yeah. my name to anybody. Yep. But you know, I've been following you for a while. Uh, I agree mm-hmm. with what you're saying. Da da da. I work in this, but I can't say this. I can't say that. And I'm just like, what on earth is going on? Yep. I thought this was America. I somebody, thought this was Britain. Yeah. Somebody brought that up the other day, and they said, you know, we we look at these megastars, right? Like that's who we watch, and that's who we look at mm. constantly. Well, who do they look at? You know, and so w- when you find yourself in the places that we find ourselves, what we've discovered is a lot of those people that are involved in this super mega Hollywood world and all this stuff, they watch what conservative people do. And they watch what these people in the public eye for politics or whatever it is like. That's who they watch and yeah. that's who they pay attention to. And I mean, it's Mario Lopez. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Crucified him. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he backtracked and we disagree with that. Which I still disagree that he sure. backtracked. Yeah. But you know? he said a very reasonable thing. Yeah. It, it wasn't Three year old shouldn't opinion. be able to decide to go through gender uh, replacement yeah. or de- gender change surgery it, or whatever. I think it was the fact he was on Candace Owens show in general. Is yeah. Well, I'm sure that freaked them yeah, out the most. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they crucified him. And, and a lot of people, their jobs are at stake. Yeah. And, and that's what you're up against. Yeah, so. yeah it's uh, nuts. I, I, I'm telling people there, like, they need to form some kind of, I don't know, yeah. co- coalition or yes. group. Because if, if one person stands up, you know, no people don't want to stand up individually because they don't want to be the first person to catch a proverbial bullet. Yep. You know? yeah. And then nobody like, stands up for them. If enough people, people yeah. had the guts to stand up in Hollywood, hmm. Hollywood would bow down to what they're saying. And, yeah. and, and, and here's what I mean. Look at Georgia. Georgia passed the heartbeat bill, right? And all these major networks, like, we're pulling production out of Georgia if you do this, da-da-da-da-da. Didn't none of them pull out of Georgia. Of course not. None of them. Because money Money. talks. Talks. So if you have all these major Hollywood actors that finally say, you know what, we're conservative. If you don't want to book us for movies anymore, fine. See Mm. how much money and tickets you sell on these movies. You know what I mean? The craziest thing about it is that's half the country. Yeah. Yeah. Right? If, If you were to... Put everybody in any country on some sort of scale. I imagine you're going to get a general 50-50 split of, you know, 50% of people will be lean liberal, 50% will lean conservative. Yeah, some of them it might just be, you know, a, t- a tiny bit. Some yeah. it'll be, you know, a lot more, a lot more um, tor- towards the polls. But it's like you're not even talking about some weird kooky fringe idea or right. ideology. I'm telling right. you, this is half the country. Yeah. yeah. You see what I mean? Like, well, how come you can go out in public as a musician, as a rapper, as a singer, as an entertainer, as a prominent person, and you can you can espouse any liberal talking point exactly. with zero fear exactly. of anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, saying anything, even the, mo- the most basic conservative point, yeah. right? People are afraid to voice in public. And to me, that's just insane because these are totally mainstream views and ideas and you can't have a proper dialogue and conversation when people are being stifled it's amazing to me that it seems to just be only politics that causes this Mm. And, and what i mean by that is i remember when i was a kid you know watching sports you know i was a huge michael jordan fan and all this stuff you know if you really dive into michael jordan he's not the most liked person in the nba he had some gambling problems he messed around on his wife you know all this other kind of stuff but nobody cared. Like, you know what? I don't agree with his lifestyle or what he does, but man, he's a heck of a basketball player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but we can do that for everything. Oh, this guy's got a drug problem. Oh, this guy, you know, is on his 16th wife when he's got <laughs> two kids with each of them. You know, all this other kind of stuff. This guy embezzles money from people. This guy isn't honest. We can overlook anything unless 
it's a topic about politics. And then, by God, you better make your choice and live or die by it kind of thing. And if you don't pick the right one, we're going to crucify you for it. Just interesting to me that it's just political topics. I think part of that that is because we're so politically polarized, the left sees us, half the country, as racist, Mm -hmm. homophobic, whatever. We see a lot of them as crazy pronouns. Do other countries view America like that? I mean, I mean, you can be honest. Do, do do other countries like the normal thing is, oh, America, you know, like they're racist over there or they're bigoted over there. I mean, is that the normal thing? I'm just curious. There is Man, no wrong answer. It, it, it's hard to say. It's it's really down to individuals. There are some people who do think like that, yeah. who have a very negative perception. But then there's others who are neutral, some who are who are very positive. And yeah. Oftentimes, like with most things, it, it's based largely on exposure yeah. And, yeah. and genuine yeah knowledge right right um so i've met people who you know before when i was announcing i was going to the states i mean there were some people who were saying oh you know are you sure you want to go there while while that maniac is in the white house are you sure you are you sure you want to go to trump to trump's america maybe wait until it you know or even with the mass shootings and things you know think oh don't go to texas man everyone's just running around with an ar-15 having shootouts in walmart no. yeah. and i'm like i don't think it's like that you're, but gonna, then get, I, you're gonna get me on a tangent but then i come to the u.s right and people are like man i hear in the uk everyone's running around with knives Butter yeah, butter having knife, having uh, knife, uh, knife yeah. fights in the street like yeah. well, West Side Story or something, and I'm like, no, it's not like not that. Like you can that. go that's, to London, you'll be all right. That's where the media comes into yeah. it and, yeah. and throws gas on the fire and yeah. makes everything so much bigger of a deal than it is. Yeah, you know, again, it's interesting, and that's why I like asking those questions is because you know perspective is everything. And I think that there is a certain bit of, I mean, if you love your country, I mean, obviously you're going to think other countries aren't as good as yours or other countries <laughs> right. have problems and you're like, I'm not going over there. Mm. I mean, it just kind of comes with it to a certain point. You know, I'll go visit, but ain't nothing beating America. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> kind of and then vice versa. You know, other people are like, hey, man, America's got some cool stuff, but, you know, I love London. Let you know, I don't, I don't think you should be labeled as like a hateful person yeah. for being patriotic. Yeah, just, as and, long as you're not. And yeah. we're different, right? Like our yeah. countries are different. Do, like, you know, do you know one thing I love about America? Mm-hmm. To go for it. You guys have so many American flags. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. In we don't have enough. Of the, yep. In the UK, you barely see the British flag. See, really? that's crazy. Yeah. You could be in You could be in the in the UK in lots of cities for a long time and not see a union well, jack. Well, I bet you oh, love yeah. Texas anyway. then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Texas, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Air flag yeah, American and American flag. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, even in California. Like, mm-hmm. even in Lo- in the middle of Los Angeles, I was seeing huge, giant American flags yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And I w- it, it stood out to me because mm-hmm. I was like, awesome. wow, in the UK, you barely see That's crazy. the British flag. Aww. You really rarely see it. I wonder, I wonder why that is. Uh, We're super proud America, of America. Well, country. yeah, America, America should not be here. I mean, if we're really if we're really talking about, it, you know, the Revolutionary War and miracle. all that stuff, it, it should not have happened. Mm-hmm. Right. So America has always had this kind of like. You know, kind of like chip on their shoulder mentality <laughs> of people like, yeah, nobody thought we could we do it, it. And now look at us now. kind of. And so but you see that through patriotism and stuff. And then but but what's happening now is and we've talked about this a lot. I don't know if you're if you're aware with what I'm talking about, but you see like big tech and things that are trying to make patriot and patriotism seem to be this bad thing now. And mm. so they're even changing like 
like synonyms and stuff for the word patriot. Like if you Google patriot right now, you'd see, well, you'd see the New England Patriots probably first. <laughs> and then you'd see the definition for patriot. But then it's got, you know, synonyms. Um, uh, xenophobe. Uh, really? Na- yeah, yes. nationalist. Yeah. You know, all this other kind of stuff. Trying to make it a bad thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and so it, it just kind of creates that mindset of, oh, okay, well, if somebody's patriotic now, they're probably racist yep. or, or a bigot yeah. or yeah. all this kind of stuff. Man, people are just, you know, I've never had a problem with people being arrogant about their country and where they're from. Hey, if you love the UK, by God, get you a get you a UK flag tattooed on your butt <laughs> like everybody else and just be proud of it, man. You know, yeah. get the maple leaf in Canada tattooed on your arm. Hey, why not? Yeah, well, we live I got it. an American flag on me right now. I mean, you know, that's just, I, I, I've never had a problem with that. I don't mm. see why other people get so bent out of shape. Yeah, well, it's weird. I think we live in a time where stuff that probably should be shamed you're you're not supposed to shame and stuff that you're not supposed to shame or there's no reason to feel shame about yeah you're supposed to somehow be feel shame for yeah Yeah. Yeah. right and it's it's weird there's this sort of inversion that's going on that certain people are are trying to push right if you put up a a saint george's flag or a union jack or an american flag that's how um white supremacy that, yeah that's <laughs> somehow tied to white supremacy or or feeling of superiority right if you're white you're supposed to self-flagellate all the time if you're yeah. male you're supposed to self-flagellate if you're a white male you're supposed to you know use two whips Double, at the same yeah, time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. and and it's just like what on earth is going on here yeah. man like you know can pride go too far absolutely pride can go too far Correct, to yeah. levels of you know feeling you are superior yeah. to other people and that's when it can become a problem yeah mm-hmm. but there's nothing wrong with just i mean and it, and it's weird you know because it's like and, and pe- people it's like people get it on one level but not another on another right you've had so many all these you've got you know rainbow flags everywhere pride yeah. celebrations pride pride be proud to be and it's like yeah cool like you know if someone's that's what someone is then that's fine mm-hmm. i don't think people should be ashamed of what they immutably Kent are williams had a had right. a comedy special a couple years ago and i don't remember the joke or anything but but it essentially led to they're like man you, you know you, <laughs> you can't say that about another country and he goes bull crap we're better than you, you know? yeah. we're, we're, we're americans i think every country should kind of like jokingly have that in the back of their mind like, bull crap man yeah, we're, we're, we're the uk we're, we're better than all you you know what we're I mean? not talking about the people yeah we're not it's talking like about the superiority of like a superior a, a, government yeah, like or a life it, yeah, it's like hey our system. team is better than your team you yeah. know i mean it's like sports same thing i'm curious of this and i know i'm throwing a lot of stuff at you here but but like i said I, i'm curious the outsider perspective just yesterday it came out that the university of oklahoma student government uh made it to where you can't say the pledge of allegiance anymore really and they deemed it because it says one nation under god oh my they said that it's an in uh uh you are what's the word infringing infringing on, on the separation of church and state yeah. so in the uk and forgive me my ignorance here i, I i've never lived in the uk do you guys have like like a pledge of a, like a similar thing or stuff like that? So you guys don't have anything like like so when you go to school, you just go to school and then you learn. There's so, no like tradition. There's like no prayer like country or tradition or anything like that for you guys. No, okay. no. Interesting. So okay. So Fair all enough. right. So from the outside looking in, do you see the pledge of allegiance as this like Hitler Nazi indoctrination kind of thing that some people <laughs> are trying to say that it is? Of, of course not. I mean, I don't think that anybody should be forced to say it if for whatever reason they don't want to yeah. or, or they're not 
from the country. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Saudi Arabia and I was in the Boy Scouts mm -hmm. and they used to try to get us to, you know, we used to pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah. And I actually used to refuse to do it. The Saudi flag. Yeah. No, the American flag. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the American American no, because I was a member of the Boy Scouts of America in the Saudi Arabia. Okay, okay, okay. Right? Okay. That but makes sense. I, I refuse to do it yeah, because I'm not American. It. Yeah, that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, no, I don't not, want to pledge allegiance to that. That makes good, sense. I'm good that with that. <laughs> when, when I was in the military, we would have that as well. You know, the chaplain would come in to yeah. pray or something before a mission, and they would say, hey, if anybody doesn't want to be a part of this, walk out now and then come back in five minutes, you know, kind of thing, and it'll be over with. And nobody batting an eye about it they're just like okay cool that makes yeah. sense same thing with pledge allegiance hey you know if for some reason you view it as a bad thing to mm -hmm. pledge allegiance to your country mm -hmm. you know then step outside and come back in a minute but to but to make it this bad thing no to where now the people that do want to pledge allegiance to the country and believe that to be important mm -hmm. i do mm -hmm. i believe it to be important for my kids i think that you should be thankful for the country in which mm -hmm. you yeah. live in um, but that's just me. I realized in 2019, there's a lot of people that don't feel that way anymore, yeah. but why outlaw it for everybody? Yeah, that's, that's, see, that's always the problem, right? It's the same way that, um, you know, I'm a Christian, I, I believe in God, but yeah. I, I, I have a general rule that look, if I say I can't do something because it's against my religion, mm -hmm. then that's fine. If someone says I can't do that thing, I can't eat that. I can't do that. I can't wear that because it's against my religion. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. People cross the line when they say, you, you can't, can't do, do that, that yeah. exactly. because yep. it's yep. against my religion. Yep. Exactly. Right? To me, that's the simple boundary. It's trying to compel or use authority of the government yeah. against, or you know, any institution against yep. other people. So it's like, look, if you, if you don't want to pledge allegiance to a flag, if you don't want to sing a national anthem, if you don't want to, okay, people can, people can disagree, people can question, but I don't think you, you shouldn't be forcing people to do yeah. it. Right. But those people who don't like it all then can't be trying to force. Okay, I don't like it, do it, so nobody else. Yes. Yeah, we, can do we it. had That's a guy. Yeah, and I won't say any names, obviously. But when I was in Iraq, uh, we had a guy that was Muslim mm -hmm. on our uh, PSD RSD team, mm -hmm. and we were getting ready to roll out on a mission, and this guy was like, "You're gonna have to wait. That's during my prayer time." Oh wow. And you know, and all of us were kind of like, "Hey, man, you know, we're religious freedom, just like everybody else, but but we're in war right now. <laughs> we cannot wait. Uh, we're not holding up the mission for yeah. you to go do your prayer Pray time. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, there's just uh, take yourself off the roster and have somebody else come in, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But to expect us to hold back, you know, the 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 the, the leaving time. You know, mm. we're getting ready to leave. No. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, that's a big ask. Yeah, and then that's you, a big ask. You have there. the Kaepernick thing where if, if you're working for a company that requires you to stand during the anthem, it's like, well, you can. Exactly. You yeah. Can go if you play on choose, another team. If you choose to take the check that pays your bills, you chose to take that check. Your boss tells you. Then you abide by the rules of that company of which you take the check from. You at any time have every right and every freedom not to accept that money anymore. Sure. And then you no longer have to abide by the rules of mm -hmm. the company in which you accept money from. Especially if you play for the women's soccer team. But people want it USA. both ways now. They yeah. want to take the money 
and then not have to obey by any of the rules. And anyway, all right. So let's get into real quick. We're, we're running long. We could yeah. go for hours here, <laughs> but I want to talk about your book, man. Yeah, sure, so, man. So you got a book. Are you on book tour now? I mean, are, are you speaking about the book? What's going on? Man, I mean, what I'm doing right now isn't technically a book tour. Uh-huh. Um, so I released my book, uh, put it out initially just as an ebook. It's called a Strong Advice. It's okay. a guide to fitness for everybody. So I'm someone who's been, who's been training for a long time. And, uh, you know, been through a lot of ups and downs with it, learned a lot of stuff. I'm someone who a lot of people come to for advice with training and diet and things Mm -hmm. like that. And then um, I figured, you know, one of my friends pushed me to do it. Shout out to Jose for pushing me to do it. Hey, Jose. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So he kind of pushed me. He was like, you know, you should you should write an ebook and put this knowledge together and put it out there for sale so people can can do it. So I did that um, around May this year. It was a little bit ad hoc. It wasn't something I'd sort of planned out for ages and, you know. But uh, I put it out there. The response has been extremely positive. It's been helping a lot of people. I did a short run of paperbacks just before I came out to the mm-hmm. U.S. and those entirely sold out. I'll certainly do another run of them. So the purpose of the book is just to break down in real simple, concise, easy to understand terms for people who are beginners or intermediates to show them how they can eat better, train better, and manipulate things to reach their goal. So how you can diet properly, whether you're trying to gain weight, build Mm. muscle, lose weight. This is what you need to know. This is what matters. And also this is what doesn't matter because it's one of those subjects where people get bogged down in in the details rather than the stuff that's actually of primary importance, Mm -hmm. both when it comes to diet and training. So I wanted to push all the nonsense to the side, simplify it, simplify it and just put this out there. Um, it's a, it's a fairly concise book. It's under a hundred pages. But by reading it, it gives you all the tools you need to know. It's not it's not a prescription. It's mm-hmm. not saying eat this at that time, lift this at that time. Right. It's just giving you, yeah, like this is the most important stuff you need to know. And once you understand these concepts for now and in the future, mm-hmm. whatever your goal is, this is how you do it. If your goal is to lose weight, okay, this is how you set up a diet. This is cool. how you calculate how many calories That's that awesome. you need. This is how much, how to structure your macros, all that kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's awesome, That's cool, man. man. Well, dude, I've really enjoyed having you on the show. Yeah, this, uh, is, I appreciate this it, has man. been Thank some you. really cool conversations. We're going to have to have you back on uh, next time you, you find yourself this way, because I feel like we could talk for like three hours yeah. about this <laughs> stuff. And, and I think that it's so important for listeners especially over here in america to hear some outside perspective sometimes uh, yeah i appreciate you coming on man it was really cool so real quick for mm-hmm. all the listeners where can they find out what you're doing where can they follow you all that stuff sure thing so uh if you want to check out my book or any other merchandise go to teamzuby.com that's t-e-a-m-z-u-b-y uh dot com my main website is zubimusic.com. You can check out both my music and my podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, all the usual places, and all of my social media handles. Definitely follow me on Twitter. That's the most fun. At Zubimusic, at Z-U-B-Y music. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Awesome, awesome. Cool. Alyssa, awesome. where can they find you? On Instagram at Alyssa Allen. Jake? Instagram at producer underscore Jake. And of course, I am Graham Allen, but you already know that because you're listening to my show. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast, and we'll see you again next time. Bye. See you.